Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ed Talks, our parish podcast here at St. Ed's. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And today, Paul, we're talking about something that is near and dear to your heart and, and ministry. It's so near and it, dear. <laughs> right here. Right there. Yeah. It's actually, I was this, is this kind of the first thing you were volunteering with? Is this... I, is this the first hook I got you? I in? was going to say, it's interesting you say that I was volunteering with, as opposed to that you volunteered me for. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, I put in there like I hooked you in with. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was, there was a hook. There was, was a this hook. kind of the first thing? It was, yeah, absolutely. This was the first wow. thing. Wow. Yes. I didn't even realize that until like just now. Yeah, it was, a, it was the big moment. I mean, I was a Spanish teacher here already, but right. that was but that's my what job. we were paying you for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now we're paying you to do this. But. I know. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> so yeah. what? And what is it that we're talking about? Baptism. Baptism. That's right. Man, the first sacrament. The sacrament of initiation. And not that you do the baptisms. I don't do any baptisms. I've never done one. Good, because if you do, it's an emergency. And an emergency. Nobody wants that. One time I was thinking about it. I found this. I came like, driving. There was this guy, and he was, uh, I think, having, I don't know, a seizure. I don't know, an epileptic fit. I don't know. He was on the street corner. I was driving through Lincoln Square. I got out. I helped him, but he, he recovered, and then. And your thought was to baptize him? I mean, it was like, it was there. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have any water. That's You need that. But, that is true. Oh, well. You couldn't baptize with your, like, I, I, monster I, energy drink. No, I don't drink monster energy drinks. I, I drink good coffee. Coffee, yes. <laughs> Cheers. 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 I got decaf, though. Uh-huh. I said good coffee. <laughs> well, the decaf doesn't do anything to the flavor. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Well, anyway, baptism. The ba- caffeine of the sacraments. That's right. It is. Yeah, it's, the, it's how to it? caffeinate your soul. No, I don't know. That was a bad comparison. <laughs> um, uh, there was a really cool comparison, though, that I read about. Um, uh, well, I didn't read it. Augustine Institute did it. They were talking about it was a great metaphor for original sin, right? Because that's the, the reason why we get baptized is to right ourselves, to reorient ourselves, to become receptacles of God's grace, right? Without baptism, we can't receive the grace that God wants to pour into It is the doorway us. to the other sacraments. And so Adam and Eve had this, they were born in the state of grace, whereas we're born in the state of original, they had original grace, we have original sin. And so it was almost as if they had this glass and the water was God's grace and they spilled it. And so they didn't have a glass full of water to pass on. And so it was this empty glass that is passed on to us and just like our genetic code is passed on uh so anyway i was like oh that's kind well, of a that's cool metaphor. a really cool metaphor. i like it i've yeah. never heard that before. i hadn't either i liked it that is nice i'm gonna steal that now do it well, i guess i can now it's all they they know all over that's kind of the downside of these podcasts is like any of my like little preaching secrets like now they're out in the open well i guess yeah. i rec- all of our homilies it's okay no, anyway nobody watches that's true yeah. and they're not paying attention anyway <laughs> <laughs> they're not watching either. Reading the bulletin of mass. It's okay. I'm yeah, just yeah, it's good. All Whatever. Right. And now that we got the readings on their phones, who knows what they're doing? Oh, it's great. Um, yeah, so baptism. Never. I love talking about baptism. I think it's awesome. And I think that the, one of the reasons why I love it is because, like, you know, you go into our baptistry, our, our erstwhile baptistry, now the oratory of the Holy Spirit, but it's still got all of this beautiful um hints and homages to the sacrament of baptism and the best one to my mind is that beautiful stained glass window of christ with the great commission right yes and it's the risen christ who's come to the apostles in the gospel of matthew and he's like hey 
this is what I want you to do. Preach the gospel and baptize all nations. And if you look and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and that's what we've been doing. But if you look at the stained glass on his left side and on his right side, there's the apostles. And then there are uh, images of people representative of all the nations of the earth, which is super cool. So if anybody gets a chance to check out the Oratory of the Holy Spirit, beautiful stained glass. Holy Holy Trinity. That one. <laughs> um, it is a gorgeous window. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. My favorite thing that was in that, now it's a chapel, but when it was a baptistry, and that's obviously it was there because it related to baptism, it was the cover over the old baptism font. And so if, if you haven't been there yet, go check it out. Um, the original altar, or no, I'm sorry, the original baptism font we've turned into the altar now in our chapel, but the cover that was on it, and we still have it, I just haven't reused it yet. It's a big bronze cover. And it has on there two deer drinking from a stream of water, reminiscent of the psalm, as a deer yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. And that's that's the sacrament of baptism. That is, we're drawn into the body of Christ. This really is the doorway to be able to receive from all of the other sacraments. So baptism really is that font of grace that allows us to have access to the fullness of grace that's awaiting us and the other six sacraments, and just the sacramental life of the church in general. Um, so I, I still have it. It's in my garage. Awesome. Wait, uh, what? I'm looking for a place to put it. It has a big handle on it. Are we so going to edit that out, the, pack, the fact that you are keeping this in the garage? Where else are going to put it? Okay, fair enough. All right. And I can't just hang it on a wall because it still has the original handle hanging off of it. I'm afraid someone like hang their coat on this thing. Yeah, that's it's so inappropriate. Anyway, but it's... It's awesome. It's like I'm not parking my car on it. Okay, all right. It's, okay. it's there. It's okay, there. cool. And I don't want to use it to like for the kettle of my when I'm brewing beer either. No. Like, I don't do that either. No. I don't do that. <laughs> Although beer is another gift from God. It is. Like a deer that yearns for running streams, so I yearn for beer, <laughs> my God. <laughs> so put that in my beer labels. Oh, that'd be nice. I, I engrave it on a stein. That's it. Um so, so baptism. Baptism. I love talking about so uh, one of the things that I love and that I've really appreciated about teaching the class is that I look back at the history, right? And it's not because that's what I did in, in grad school. I did history. And so I'm, I'm, I love history. And you really get a sense of the magnificence of God as a storyteller, right? I love this image. I mean, it's, stories speak to us, right? We want to, we see, love good movies, good books. We love listening to people tell good stories. And you look, and God is telling the story of baptism because he knew from the moment that he made the earth, he knew that we were going to screw up um, and because he lives outside of time. So he gives us his choice, but he knows what we're going to do with this choice. We're going to fumble like Ernest Biner of my Cleveland Browns against the Denver Broncos. Anyway, um, it was bad. Okay. Uh, so he knew what was going to happen. And so he starts telling the story of how he's going to fix it throughout salvation history and it's amazing right like even in the creation that that beautiful poetic language that he uses uh, the, the 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 author of genesis uses as like separates the water of the earth almost like he's baptizing the earth and the spirit hovers above the water you've got noah obviously cleansing the earth of the sinful ways you've got moses leading the israelites through the waters of the red sea you've got Joshua walking through the waters to the promised land. You've got Elijah and Elisha walking through it all throughout these stories. This idea of going through waters to, to salvation and to freedom. It just keeps coming up. 
It just sounds like a nice story, a nice motif. You have no idea. Wait for it. God's like, this is what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this is how you're going to come to the real freedom is through the waters of baptism. It's beautiful. My favorite prayer when I'm doing, when I'm celebrating a baptism is actually the blessing of the water. Because the blessing that we use in baptism is the same that's used at the Easter Vigil for the blessing of water. And it, it, it walks you through salvation history, beginning at the spirit that hovered over the waters at the beginning of creation, through Moses, or through the ark, Noah's ark, and, and then it takes you to the Red Sea, that they were saved by water walking through into the Red Sea. Um, it mentions the prophets and their use of water all the way to John baptizing Jesus in the Jordan. And then obviously Christ himself using water to sanctify the world, to cleanse us, um, and to baptize us. I love it. It's awesome. I mean, it's, it's really a cool, it's a, it's a cool celebration. I love celebrating baptisms. When I was in the seminary getting ready to be ordained a deacon, I was most excited to celebrate baptisms. And it, you know, it's not only because that was like the only thing I could do on my own as a deacon, (laughs) um, but it was because I just really loved that sacrament and being able to walk, literally walk with these children. Because, you know, the, bap- the sacrament of baptism is, is really a mobile sacrament. You start at the doors of the church uh, where you sign the child with the, the sign of the cross on their forehead. Then you move into the church where you hear the word of God. Then you move to the font uh, where the, the sacrament takes place and the anointings are done. And then you end in the front of the church, at the sanctuary, in front of the our Lord in the tabernacle, where you pray the Our Father together. Um, and even before the Our Father, the priest or the deacon or bishop, whoever's doing the baptism, they make mention that now this child awaits to receive the sacrament of their first Holy Communion, where they'll call upon God as Father, and, and when they'll come and receive the fullness of the Spirit in their confirmation. And um, you know, everyone, most people are caught up in, you know, how cute the baby looks and <laughs> are we getting good pictures? And, and I, and I totally get that, but it's, it's cool for like grandma and grandpa and the aunts and uncles on the outskirts who have maybe had their children baptized and they're thinking like, wow, this really is where their life of faith began here in the sacrament. And now we can share in that as they grow up and they receive the rest of their sacraments and so on. And it's, it's just a beautiful ritual. I love celebrating even now as a priest. Um, and I'm grateful to hear it at, at St. Ed's, and we do 90, 90 baptisms a year as our Ooh. average, and we only bury 20 people. So those are good numbers. Yeah, that's good. But you're baptizing more than you're burying. That's good for business. <laughs> <laughs> and our business is making saints. So yes, it is. It. We're in the business of inspiring saints who inspire other saints to build the kingdom. I love it. And with 90 baptisms a year, that's great. So the cool thing, when I was growing up, I'd always be like, all right. So Jesus gets baptized. What's going on with that, right? You think, he's God. The last thing he needs to, he doesn't have original sin. Why is he getting baptized, you know? And, and there's obviously the, the, well, there's the example. But then there's that really cool Sophia Sketchpad that, if you don't know, Sophia Sketchpad does really cool kind of animations explaining the sacraments. It's awesome. Sophia Sketchpad baptism. Um, on YouTube. On YouTube. And they do, they made a great point. They said, what we see in baptism, what we see is the, the priest walking, the physicality, right? Walking with the child, walking with the family into the church, entering the church physically. We see the water. We see the oil, the sacred chrism. We see the oil of the catechumens anointing on the chest. We see the, the 
procession continue, that pilgrimage up to the Eucharist. We see that, and that's a beautiful physical metaphor, but there's a lot that we're not seeing. And then we go into scripture, and Jesus shows us what we're not seeing. And it's like, okay, Jesus goes in the waters, the skies open up, a dove descends upon him, and the Holy Spirit descends upon him in the form of a dove, and a voice from the heaven says, behold, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And that is what happens every time. And that's so cool to think that this is this moment. And I tell this to all the parents, right? I'm like, probably you're not going to have a dove descend. I, although we do occasionally have birds. We do church. occasionally have birds yeah. in our church. I yes. really <laughs> want one day at a baptism, a bird to just fly down. I think that would be amazing. Um, God, if you're listening, that's just a, it's a bucket list. Be a really cool trick. Yeah, that would be cool. And, the, you know, the voice of God isn't going to boom over the loudspeaker. But speakers. it's still happening but that's nonetheless. What's happening. I often give Mark 1 um, to penitents in the Sacrament of Reconciliation as something to, to pray over as their penance. Because that does happen in all of our baptisms. That yours and I's, your, yours and mine, the Father said to us, this is my beloved son. When your daughters got baptized, this is my beloved daughter in whom I'm well pleased. That it happened at, at all of our baptisms. So cool, right? We're part and of the just family. just to, to meditate and contemplate that, that, that's still true today. God still looks at us and says, you are my beloved son or you are my beloved daughter. So we're adopted into this family of God, right. which is huge. How come you give me like on my knees pilgrimages to like 15 <laughs> months? Why? You give people one verse of the Bible? Well, they're not as bad a sinner as you. What is? Oh, man. <laughs> oh. No joke. Went to a priest once, right? This was, I was newly ordained and I knew this priest. He's an older priest, retired. And I confessed my sins and he's like, all right, good. You're starting to sin like a priest. That's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that alone like made me chuckle. He's like, for your penance, I want you to do the stations of the cross on your knees with a rosary in between each station. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I'm sorry, what? Wow. It's <laughs> like the grand slam And then he penance. laughed and he's like, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Father. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so a I'm great... holding that one in the back of my head. Not, I'll give that to any of you, but I'm holding that one on. Oh, when man. I, like a... I'm the old retired priest here in a newly ordained priest confession. I'm going to use that one. That's awesome. It's like a very <laughs> medieval penance. I love it. Um, yeah. So, Paul, tell us about baptism prep. So, I know when I came, I we wanted to kind of look at our baptism prep program and make some changes because... Uh, we saw, um, and you and the other couple, Tara and Patrick, who unfortunately left our parish, they moved out to the burbs, wait out in the burbs, and I miss them terribly. If you're watching, Tar and Patrick, reach out to us. We'd love to see you again. Um, but when we were like getting ready to to kind of revamp baptism prep, you know, it, in most parishes that aren't as cool as us. <laughs> baptism prep did a lot of, you know, kind of what we just talked about, explaining the sacrament, walking you through the rite. But the rite of baptism really does everything that we just said through the rite. It's a very well-discerned, well-thought-out ritual that explains all the symbols. It has salvation history. Just by listening, you get it. And we really wanted, instead of focusing the whole preparation period on what they're already going to hear in the ritual, instead to help parents learn how to become kind of the first catechists and leaders of the domestic church at home. So can you kind of walk us through what our baptism prep looks like here at St. Edward and why any new parents that might be calling you in the next few months or years, why they shouldn't dread 
coming to baptism prep before we dunk their kids. And yeah. Make them a new creation. Right. Well, that, and that was a, I remember when Mariana was born. That's my first, uh, my older daughter. And um, we did baptism prep. And yeah, it was like we went down to the church basement and got a grainy VCR got popped in. A VCR. Via, you know, like a VHS wow. cassette, you know, into the VCR. And it was like, this is baptism. And, you know, and it was it was and then like a father Walter Cronkite. Yeah, and it yeah. stopped, and then it was like, okay, that's enough, and then we were like, okay, that's it, all right. I don't understand. So, what we wanted, and I think, it really, I want to credit Tara. She really was the kind of the spearhead of this this idea that use this as a springboard to start a conversation to give people a proactive ideas and things you can implement, right? A plan of how is this going to be a real sacrament of initiation, meaning the beginning. How is this going to, and it, for, for so many parents, myself included, right, having kids was a new beginning for my faith, right? It was an, all of a sudden things clarify in some very real way of like, oh man, I want this for my kids too. And I better hold myself accountable because if they don't see me holding myself accountable, then they, they're going to think, well, it's, he doesn't even, believe it right so why should i so yeah we just want to like so we a lot of conversation See our last podcast on family faith formation yeah. and the domestic church yeah for more into this yeah so that's it i mean we right. just we just wanted to really start that give ideas and and invite the the parents because every parent like we talked about already is a teacher right every parent is a teacher every parent knows okay i've got to teach my kid how to eat vegetables without throwing this fork on the ground i got to teach them how to you know make it into the bathroom. I got to teach them how to put their clothes on and how to tie their shoes eventually, how to say please and thank you. All these things we know. But yeah, we, we sometimes like, well, the faith how is... How to pour a glass of whiskey. How to pour a glass of whiskey for me. <laughs> uh, how many ice cubes I like. <laughs> Two uh, adult fingers. <laughs> not... <laughs> That's not your fingers, Magdalena. Um, so yeah, so it's just, uh, it's a real opportunity to engage with young families in, and, and kind of get them to speak out loud the thoughts that maybe they've already had but have never articulated. Mm-hmm. Never really said, oh yeah, you know, I thought about that but I've never, I've never said it. I've never said I'm gonna do it. And that's the first step to doing something, right? Is actually like say, okay, I'm going to do it. And so that's what we try to do. We try to formulate a little game plan, one or two things that every family can implement to begin to build that domestic church and to make this baptism really, like I said, like a, a sacrament of initiation where for the whole family, the whole house begins. Amen. So, Can you tell us about the letter? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that, that that's not, cool. not my idea either. Again, Tara found it. Um, yeah, so we give a, a sheet of St. Ed's letterhead to every family um, and we encourage them to write a letter to their child and say, why in this letter, at this moment, this beautiful moment when you know, some, some kids are coming and, and they're five to baptism. Some kids are, are five months. Some kids are, you know, all, all the ages in between up to about teenager. And we say, this is a moment for you and your child where you're bringing them to Christ. You're bringing them to the church. You're bringing them to this sacrament. Write a letter to this child of yours, this beloved child of yours, and explain to him, explain to her, why are you doing this? And seal it. Keep it with her baptismal certificate. And open it on confirmation. Open it on the day she turns 18, 21, the day she graduates college, her wedding day. Save it for when you 
pass away and put it with your will. Mm. You know, and it's this beautiful moment you're capturing what do you what is the life of faith you want for this child. So it's awesome. I think that's a a beautiful tradition that we begin here um, at Ed's for these families to to have that to even to look back on. Um, and whether they do it for, for a solo communion or for a wedding or when their son or daughter becomes a priest or enters religious life. Yes. Um, that's just a, a beautiful thing. And for parents who are watching, do it now. Yeah. Do it now. You did, you're like, oh, man, that would have been so cool eight years ago. Do it now. Yeah. Be like, hey, I just heard this. This is where I'm at right now for you. This is what the faith I want. You know, write it for your grandkids. Write, you know, write a letter and, and express them. Heck, just write a letter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. That's Baptism awesome. and writing letters. That's that's our talk. Good job. So I think we'd be remiss if we I, – I don't feel like we actually touched on why baptism is necessary and important. Right. You know, that that I mean, water, that glass of water. The glass of water. And it's – I mean, we, we touched on a lot of important things. But the, the, re, the reason baptism is important, it makes us a member of the body of Christ. And as St. Paul says in his letter to the Romans – it's through baptism that we put on Christ. We actually die to our old self in original sin, the person with the glass of water. So it's not even that God just refills the glass. It's we throw it out and it's we like a Jewish wedding. And we Whoosh. become we die to ourself and we come out of the font a new creation. That we are completely remade in Jesus Christ. And that's so important because then that means we have the reward awaiting us to get into heaven. It's the only death that matters. It's the only death that matters. Yeah. Amen. If you've died that death, oh, death, where is thy sting? It's Absolutely. Awesome. It's awesome. No, no need to fear another one. That's it. And it's through baptism that we're saved. That's what uh, Peter says. He says it is. It is through baptism we are saved because we've we've put on. We went through all the whole whole of all of salvation history in one 15, 20 minute sacrament. It's depending awesome. on the priest. It might, and a, it might and be a, 45, not, not with me. And a 20-minute podcast, too. And a 20-minute podcast. Awesome. Hey, Ben, are we at, now at the end of our time? That's it. You know, that means, I mean, hopefully your metro train has come to an end. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully there was no delays with track signals. It's That's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And this is our Ed Talks podcast where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen.